All right. So Holly, why is video marketing important? So I think I think it's important for all business owners, but particularly in the small business world, uh, you know, people buy people. I know it's such a kind of cheesy phrase that gets thrown around, but it is so true. And I always say to my clients that there's always going to be other people who do what you do. Right. Um, and so what why your clients are work, have chosen you is because of how you work with them and and they, mm. they work with you because they know you and they like you and they trust you and so I always say that the video is kind of like networking with the whole of the internet and it really allows people to, to, to build that know build that rapport up with you yeah. and so that's why I think it's so important you know we we as humans are always looking for other humans to connect with and I think that the other forms of marketing I'm not saying they don't work but they can't kind of get your personality across quite in the same way that having either a real conversation or a virtual conversation with someone can do. And that's exactly what video can, can do for you. It really does yeah. allow you to build up that, that relationship with, with your audience. Yeah. I mean, you touched on a really good point there about, you know, just like a commoditized industry. Like let's say you're um, a handyman, right? There's a thousand handymans within like a stone's throw of each other. So like, yeah. how would you use video to help that handyman sort of communicate his uniques or is just turning up and being on video already something that separates you because none of the others are doing it? Well, that's exactly it. Yeah, I mean, that, that's a really good example of an industry that, that isn't really using it. And they're always a real fun kind of uh, type of business to work with. Mm. But, you know, I, th I think that, that you're right. Firstly, it, it is the fact that if the other people aren't using it, you're kind of well ahead of them. But even if other people in your industry are using it, there's there's enough clients for, for everyone to have. And sometimes people say to me, well, what if I create a video and someone you know, doesn't like what I'm about. I'm like, great, they're not your ideal client. I think that good marketing is as much about filtering out the people that aren't a right fit for you as much as it is about filtering the people that are right. And so yeah. that's why I always encourage people to be creating content and create content that they're in rather than filming something else. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people don't, like, you know, the people hate the camera and they, they say, oh yeah, I'm using video, but they're actually filming, like say it's like a personal trainer, they're filming like a class, for example, rather than yeah. filming themselves. And that, that kind of video does work, but if you really want to build a relationship with your audience, you've got to be the person who's on camera. Mm. Um, so just using it, you know, even if you don't have to be an amazing videographer or anything like that, you've just got to, you know, I, I use just my phone for probably 95% of my videos and I've got all the equipment being a videographer. You really don't have to have really snazzy videos. You just have to be yourself and uh, create content that, that resonates with your audience. Yeah, so I, I can already sort of hear my client's voice in my head, just all of them saying, <laughs> oh, but I hate video. I'm not good on video. Or, you know, I, I sound weird on video. Like <laughs> my voice doesn't sound like mine on video, right? So all, yeah. all of these sorts of like beliefs around video. So what is step one? Because I don't even think it's turning hit and record. It's probably before that. So, so what does step one actually look like? De yeah, definitely. And, and, you know, everyone, I think, always thinks they're the only person that hates video. But, you know, nearly everyone I, I speak to and all my clients, they're all in the same boat. And, and to be honest with you, I don't love making videos. You know, I tolerate it and I'm confident enough to do it. But it's the results that, that I, I love getting from it is, is why I do it. And I always say that to people, you know, you don't have to become an amazing, uh, this, this person that's, you know, suddenly loves the camera, but you just have to tolerate it. So in terms of, of kind of that, that first step, I'd say that it, it it is just kind of being being brave enough to, to kind of hit that record button. And so I say to people, look, you know, you, you have to kind of remember that you are your own worst critic and other people 
don't, don't you, people also say, I hate the sound of my own voice, like you touched upon, and, and other people don't kind of hear what you hear, or they don't see what, what they see, they see someone who can help them, um, and I, th- I would say that you've kind of got to remove yourself from it almost, you've got to think about, well, I've got client, I'm a problem, so as, a, as a business owner, I'm a problem solver, and my clients have got problems that I can help them with, and so you kind of have to think, well, if I don't create the marketing and reach out to those people, they're going to keep struggling, they're going to stay you know, in their pain points with their problems. So really, it's kind of your duty um, to do everything you can to, to, you know, you've got this skill, you've got this talent. It really is your duty to reach out to these people. And so I think that focus less about yourself and think about, you know, the clients that you're able to help and, and you know, the, the people you're going to be able to bring into the business. Yeah. Um, but, but honestly, there, there isn't really any kind of like magic to it. It is just thinking right today's the day I'm going to do it I'm just going to hit record and I always say to people that aim for seven out of ten not ten out of ten because when you're aiming for perfection you'll have you know a million bloopers on your phone but you you don't have to worry about things going wrong and and I think people often think that to create a video they've got to be perfect when you really you really don't if you're having a conversation with someone and you you know stumbled over your words or something you wouldn't to start back to the start of the conversation would you just yeah. continue and I think it's the same in your videos they should feel casual and conversational and so the first step is, is trying not to be so hard on yourself and thinking about the bigger picture of who you're able to reach with your content rather than the kind of fear of creating the video itself yeah no definitely awesome points there's a lot of a lot of little nuggets in there um, <laughs> <laughs> especially around you know the managing expectations of yourself right it's just setting that seven out of 10, not expecting it to be 10 out of 10. And obviously it's just all recorded on your phone, right? So if it's not good, you can just delete it. Um, And I think just kind of having that, knowing that you've got control, just also sort of helps remove a lot of the pressure from from people as well. Oh yeah, no, 100%, nothing's permanent. And and do you find people just get better with each take as well, by the way? Yeah, yeah, because I I coach people, but I also film with people. And I always say to them, Mm. look, we're going to, no matter how kind of good you are the first time, we are going to do it a few times just because once you're kind of, you're getting like a bit of a roll with it. Yeah. Um, first is always, always the worst one. So that's why it often feels so difficult for people to get started. But you're absolutely right. Mm. Um, in fact, I'd recommend rather than just recording a video, posting it and then, you know, doing another one in a few days, actually set aside maybe a couple of hours in your diary and just do as many as you as you can, as many as your kind of energy allows you to, uh, because you will find that you just, you know, once you start, it, is, it kind of flows a lot better and it becomes a lot easier. Awesome. Yeah, really good tip. So what are the most common issues that clients actually come to you to solve? So it, it depends. Um, well, no, actually, the, the kind of overarching um, issue that, that my clients tend to have is that, they need more clients and so they they want to create more of an online presence and and obviously you know if you google obviously I'm, I'm biased with saying the video is amazing because of what I do but if you google the stats uh, it, you know it will back up exactly what I'm saying so the kind of overarching issue is that you know need more clients and not only more clients but like a high quality clients so we've all had people that maybe we haven't really liked working with or we've not had a great experience but the beauty about video is that because it builds a rapport with people it's really good at bringing in a high quality of lead the kind of person who you love working with so that's kind of the overarching issue but it also there's other problems as well so you know I'm not sure how to get started with video or you know I know I should be using it but I don't know how to I'm afraid of the camera sometimes people it's not even just the fear of of creating video it's things like technology as well people say you know can I use my phone and 
if if I do use my phone, where do I look and that kind of thing. So there's kind of loads of little problems that we can solve with, whether it's a coaching client or a production client. But overall, it, it is, you know, I want to work with more people and I want to work with the kind of people that I love working with. But where does video fit in that strategy? So like in terms of the actual mechanics of, you know, I'm about to shoot a video on my phone. How is this then going to link to me getting more clients? Sure. So I'd say that, you know, if you're using social media, which most small businesses are, most big businesses are as well, um, you really want to make sure that you're, you're building up as much kind of know, like and trust as possible. So creating videos that, that have um, like little tips in them are really great. So a two to three minute video that shares with your audience a tip on, I don't know, let's say you're a personal trainer, you might want to share a tip on how to stretch uh you know without before a workout without injuring yourself just as an example so mm. you're not giving away you know your crown jewels you're not kind of completely solving the problem but you're sh- you're showing that you're an expert by sharing your advice and you're and you're kind of staying in the forefront of people's minds and if you think if you were looking for a personal trainer and you'd seen someone's content you know over a few months they're automatically going to be the first person you think of and so it's all about kind of subtly showing people that you're an expert in what you do you, you don't have to you know shout about being great at what you do because that doesn't work but by sharing little nuggets of, of great value mm. you're kind of instilling that in people anyway so you're, you're building that know like and trust you're posting regular content and we always recommend having a call to action as well so it doesn't even necessarily have to be, you know, pick up the phone and call me. It might be uh, join my Facebook group or, you know, whatever someone's kind of sales process is for a lot of people. It's a consultation first. It might be like, say, joining a Facebook group or or signing up to a webinar, something like that. Mm-hmm. Have all these videos as, on your social media that link to that call to action each time. You're just kind of encouraging people to take action um, as well as kind of getting to know, like and trust you. Yeah. And so how consistent does somebody need to be? Because you touched on this, you said sort of over a few months, right? So how consistent would, and this is obviously you're going to say it depends, but without <laughs> saying it depends, how, um, how consistent would somebody have to be as a minimum expectation to expect to see some form of result from video? Yeah, really good question. I say as a real kind of rough number to get started, but posting three videos a week is a really good way of building up that that kind of um, that audience, if you like, and really allowing people to to kind of get to know you. And that they say that on average, I think it's people have to see you thirteen times on average before that they you know they they kind of take action and pick up the call or whatever the sales process is. And so. Is with that number you kind of want to make sure that you're being you know relatively consistent so I'd say if you're posting you know three times a week um you could probably expect some results within I'd say maybe a couple of months but I always say to people you know sometimes you'll post a video and that video suddenly loves three inquiries sometimes it takes a little bit longer it depends on how big you're so I'm using that depends word <laughs> <laughs> it is uh you know people have different varying audience yeah, sizes yeah. But generally speaking, I, I say to people, don't what, what you don't want to do is, is get excited, post video every day for two weeks and then nothing for ages because that really messes up with the algorithms on Facebook and LinkedIn. So you're much better to think about how much video realistically can you be creating without kind of, you know, overwhelming yourself. Yeah. So set, set aside time monthly, you know, do a little bit of planning, come up with these videos and then post. You're, you're so much better to post less often 
but consistently rather than posting loads you know in one go so mm. I would say think about how busy are you realistically what you know what can you um dedicate sort of time wise to it and also think about what marketing a lot of people say I just don't have time I say well, what marketing are you doing already use video to replace that because there isn't anything as as powerful so if you're spending you know a couple of hours a week or a month writing blogs then why don't you replace that time with the video content instead and, and you know test that as a, as a new avenue because you, you will get better results from it yeah and so let's say I've decided now that you know I've gotten over the fear of it I've like wiped my forehead with all the sweat <laughs> I'm not trembling anymore <laughs> I, I can actually get my words out and I've decided okay cool I'm going to commit to doing this for like six to twelve months so like yeah. what actionable steps can I put in place to actually get better results from video now that I've decided to do it? So I would say really you want to be focusing on what kind of content there is demand for. So a lot of people just think that, right, I'm going to press record and I'm going to say, hi, my name's Holly and, and talk about myself. That doesn't really work in marketing. You really have to be focused on your clients and how, you know, why you are the solution to their, their kind of problems. Mm. And so really taking um, note of, of what kind of things are your clients saying to you you know so for me my clients are saying things like um, how long does my video need to be or you know how do I like my video in, in the best way uh, where should I be posting my video and so I create videos based on these frequently asked questions that come up so that because I know that people are asking I know people want to know the answers and so that mm. would definitely be one of the first steps to take and, it, it, and don't just guess you know speak to your clients to ask them what would you like to know about? That's a really surefire way of making sure you're creating content there's demand for. But I think once you've been creating those videos to make them more successful, I think analysis comes into it as well. So mm -hmm. looking back and analyzing your videos, how many people you know, liked that video or how many people commented and how many people became a client and focus less on the kind of vanity metrics, things like likes, that they're not really important. But, but think about, you know, how many people then phoned you that month. And, and if, if your process is that you speak to someone on the phone before they become a client, say to them, you know, where, how did you find me? Make that part of your, your kind of process to find out so that you know, mm. uh, okay, these videos are working really well. And, and for example, testing things like try videos at different days on different times as well and go back and say, okay, when I posted at 7 p.m., it did really well when I posted it, you know, three in the morning, it didn't do so well. And you, you'll start to build a really clear picture of when your audience are going to be online and also what kind of content they, they want to, to know. Yeah. Brilliant. Fantastic. Really good tips in there for sure. Especially, you know, looking at the metrics. So you're making objective decisions. I just want to reiterate it just because, you know, you kind of brush past the gold so quickly that I don't, I'm not <laughs> sure people are going to sort of catch it. <laughs> so yeah so looking at looking at the metrics definitely you know making it objective and then just going out there and the simplest one that you said was like building your own sort of faqs um and just asking the clients like what would you like to know more about yeah fantastic and then you've just got an endless stream of content right well that's exactly yeah and, and you, you start to kind of really understand what kind of content works well and so the next time when it comes to brainstorming ideas you can kind of look back at the previous month's worth of videos mm. and, and then you can kind of create more content based on how well the videos performed and I think a lot of people forget that in not even just in, in video worlds but um, in kind of all marketing often people are doing a real scattergun approach where they're chucking out a load of marketing they're getting some results from it but they don't know where it's coming from and so yeah. you know you're just you're going to spend so much wasted energy and time creating marketing that isn't really working unless you analyze it and get to really understand 
you know what kind of content is working well for you and mm-hmm. days and times that work well as well so i think it's really important to uh, to analyze to save you time ultimately Brilliant. so what sort of impact can video actually have on a small business it, it honestly I, I again i appreciate that i'm i'm biased being that i'm a video marketing coach but it honestly can can get it can be the difference between not having enough clients and being inundated with with um inquiries just because any examples, of, well, by the way. do you have any examples yeah, just like yeah. a favorite client story or something like that yeah, cool. So we yeah. have a lovely with a lovely lady. She's a will writer and a personal stylist, and she joined one of my um, programs. And she was doing okay. She was earning three grand uh, a month consistently. Mm. And after she went through the program, she then went to ten thousand pound a month. And so, and that's purely from she's really good. You know, she just kind of got out there and created loads of videos only using her phone under my guidance. Um, and awesome. so, you know, so it, it, for for like a not only was was her confidence really grown, but you know, her income is. Mm. is uh, has massively increased as well we had uh we had another guy that was working he's a hypnotherapist and he just kind of set up his business but he was also uh, working part-time as well so he's just really working like all hours um and he then was able to kind of quit his job focus fully on his business um, and he started earning four grand per month you know consistently so you know it really can be the difference between not having enough clients and having to do loads of jobs and just getting to work with the kind of people you love working with and looking at your yeah. diary and seeing, you know, a diary full of, uh, of paying clients. There you go. Tangible results. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. exactly. And, and what are some of the other, you know, benefits that, that a small business could sort of gain um, from running video as well, as well as, you know, just bottom line improvement. Is there anything else? that it's really good for your confidence as well you know it's, it's a scary thing too and I completely appreciate that and I, I wasn't you know born naturally confident on camera I just forced myself to do it and like I said at the start I don't massively love making videos but I love the results I get from it and getting to a place where you're comfortable and confident enough to just press record and create a video and post it out there it really you know it does boost your confidence and it it does kind of especially when you're you're getting results from it which you will as long as you're consistent with it and you're Mm. you know taking action and creating the content you will get results and so not only does it build your confidence with things like public speaking and, and you know general sort of content creation but it also instills confidence that you're good at what you do because you're getting results from it and you're getting to work with you know more people so holly it's been awesome obviously we like to keep these nice and short and actionable and this has been a value jam-packed for sure so um (laughs) where can people find out more about you so our website's under construction at the moment, but if you search on Facebook, Green Kiwi Productions, um, you'll find our Facebook page. There's also a free group as well called Grow With Video. So if anyone wants access to that, um, just uh, drop me a message on, on the Facebook page and I can uh, give you access. All right. Awesome. Thank you, Holly. Thank you for your time. Thanks Definitely so much. Definitely get you back on. So, right. <laughs> awesome. Take care. Thank you.